0: are going through a healing crisis. Believe me, when I did all this fabulous nutrition and herbs, I went through a healing crisis to heal cancer. And that's what our planet is doing right now. We are going through a healing crisis. And that is a foretaste. Of this episode of the Planetary Makeover Show. In response to the heartfelt voices of an awakening humanity, we have evidence that divine help is at hand to work with us to create
1: a hopeful future. Hello, I'm your host, David Minot. In today's episode, we're handling A personal and planetary crisis that we're all familiar with, cancer. While this may be terrifying to many of us, we have good news. Our guest today is also one of the producers of Planetary Makeover, and she faced down cancer and overcame it twice. So much of this theme is the notion of changing the seemingly impossible, recovering from cancer, to the possible, surviving it and thriving. And of course, at Planetary Makeover, we're always talking about changing the impossible into the possible, the impossible into the possible. And, you know, we've mentioned the notion of what if a Buddha or a Christ appeared today? in the midst of our world crises. What would they say? What would they do for us? What would their suggestions be? Well, we're thinking perhaps they'll say, well, this time we're not here to save you. We're here to give you the tools and to teach you how to save yourselves and the planet and to take it up to a whole new level. Because one of these ideas they posited, things like the Buddha and Mahatma Gandhi and others is that energy follows thought, a simple and ancient axiom. And if that's true, then we can turn this world around. But a couple principles that we think they'd remind us of to keep in mind would be honesty of mind, sincerity of spirit and detachment. In other words, be consistent in what we say, think, and do, be ourselves, and detach from wrong identification. In other words, don't think that the body is you, or the mind, or the emotions, and by realigning your identification with the real you, the spirit, the soul, whatever you want to call that, then not only can you overcome what seem to be tremendous and impossible obstacles like cancer, but the world can follow suit. So then the world today can overcome its own cancers. And of course, we know what those are, war and all the rest of it. And that way we take a holistic approach to this problem just as people do, just as Francis did, when tackling the challenge of cancer. Now we're gonna see her interviewed by Diana Gold-Holland. And perhaps as we're listening to this story, it'll inspire each of us and we'll get creative and think of ways we can overcome those same challenges and then help our family, our brethren, our neighbors, our country, and the world overcome its own struggles with something that is seemingly like cancer. And that way, we can transform this world and show those great beings who are our cheerleaders that we can do it too and that we can create a new and healthy world. So let's listen to Francis' story.
2: This is Diana Holland broadcasting from... Well, semi-sunny Vancouver, B.C. today. And um, today's guest is our very own producer for the show, Frances Omen. She is a writer and a uh, documentary television producer uh, who has received several awards for documenting the uh, miracles connected with the appearance of Maitreya and the Masters in the World. Her her work has been featured on PBS and the... uh, Knowledge Channel, and uh, sorry, not the Knowledge Channel, Discovery Channel, sorry about that. (laughs) And um, so we're very happy to have Frances today to be speaking with us about a very important topic to many people, which is kicking cancer in mind, body, and spirit. Now uh, we may have many new listeners because of the topic, so I'd like to take just a couple of minutes to go into the background premises of our show and then we'll be speaking with Francis. Basically, uh, as a humanity, we are not alone, and we have never been alone, and we have uh, help of an extraordinary type coming to assist us now at this very, very perilous time for um, Mother Earth and humanity in general. And uh, so this uh, help is in the form of great teachers, be known as the Masters of Wisdom, who are here making a collective return to the world stage to, as I said, help us out of our very important crises. And at their head stands Maitreya, that's M-A-I-T-R-E-Y-A, who is the world teacher for this coming age, the age of Aquarius, just as there has been a Christ for the Christian Piscean Age, and all other great religions have uh, their great teachers and exponents as well. Now, Maitreya's message uh, is sharing will lead to justice, will lead to peace, which is a very timely message in the world now. But it's not just an idea, it's not just a new uh, paradigm, it's something that's actually working out in the world right now, today, with all of the people who are, um, in line with the energies that Maitreya is pouring daily into the world are starting to pick up and help transform our world to what it could be and what he has promised it will be. We'll be talking about these topics during the show, um, but the main idea we want to get across today is that the Masters, even though they are perfected, even though they are for all intents and purposes gods in our eyes, actually do care. Very deeply about us and even about our personal lives, and so this is the um, topic that we're going to delve into today with Francis. And I'm very happy to welcome you, Francis.
0: Well, it's nice to be here on uh, the other side of the camera, so to speak, <laughs> and um, to share what's happened for my life as my experience of Maitreya and his teachings, because I would not be alive today if it weren't for that.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but you are alive, and you're here, and you're even writing a book about um, your experience, called Kicking Cancer, Body, Mind and Spirit, and I'm sure that you will be delving in, in many ways, uh, to Maitreya's teachings, mm-hmm. even in your book, because they are such an integral part of your life, and I really think that. Um, well, let's let's start with your story. Give us the the body angle first. Okay. Well, yeah. This
0: is body, mind, and spirit, and cancer happens in the body. Although, the ageless wisdom teachings and um, and I might say also the the books of Benjamin Krem, who. Um, has written, oh, a couple dozen books about Maitreya's teachings. He's the foremost foremost
2: person that is uh, talking about the appearance of Maitreya and the Masters on the World stage. That's Benjamin Creme, C-R-E-M-E. Some of them even call him jokingly, Ben the Baptist.
0: (laughs) Well, he's also the editor of Share International Magazine, which really uh, inspired this show. Um, But as all of these teachings say, the, um, the body is like a precipitation of your energy body, and your energy body is an expression of your spark, the spark of God, your soul. So to cure cancer only dealing with the body um, might not be as effective as fully using mind, spirit, and body. And when I got the diagnosis that I had, an extremely aggressive Cancer in my left thigh. Um, I went in. I was talking to the surgeon, and he he said, "Look, this is really serious. It's very aggressive. We need to get you in for surgery immediately." I'm even going to bump some other surgeries that aren't quite as crucial. But if we do not get you in there this week, you can expect to die. And so he handed me a piece of paper that said I had to agree to have chemo and radiation. Well. You know, I had just finished writing a book. As part of the treatment, right? You had to. You oh, had yeah. To, you if I was. That. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had, I had just finished writing a book and going on a book tour actually for a book called Coloring Outside the Box. And I also happened to have a whole lot of, um, archives in my computer about cancer, it just so happened, and all of the alternative, um, treatments, and amongst the many miracles that have happened with me (laughs) around my cancer and my experience of Maitreya, the fact that the man that I had been seeing was fixated on cancer and kept sending me all this stuff that I was... You know, I put it in my computer, but I didn't need it, and he didn't need it. There it was. But nonetheless,
2: it was all there assembled for you, and you could... um... Yeah!
0: So I picked... I looked through it. I, I picked different alternative therapies that I wanted to do. And in the process, I read that um, the way medicine was in the United States, anything other than chemo and radiation was, if you used for uh, cancer, if anybody um, proposed it, any uh, practitioner proposed it, it was a felony. My attorney said, if you do any of these in the United States, if you enlist anybody to help you to do this, it's a felony and you could end up in prison. So...
2: I had okay. a lot of decisions to make. Yeah, just a minute. Let me recap here. You had a lot of decisions to make. You had to make them very quickly. And of course, getting used to this whole new reality must have been very frightening. But you know, you said something to me very profound when we were talking about um, this interview earlier this week. You told me, you said to me that knowing Maitreya is in the world has allowed you to see entire new possibilities for your actions. So, let's talk about that, because... Well. That's what had to kick in here, right? Well, um,
0: I was always very interested in hunger. I did volunteer work for the Hunger Project, uh, doing video. And when I heard that Maitreya's top big priority was feeding everybody, it just reminded me of the Bible and Jesus and feeding my sheep and and sharing. And Maitreya was saying that if we re- that we have all the resources of the world, which is what the Hunger Project was saying. Um, and we really do share all the resources of the world. We could have justice. There would not be haves and have-nots. And because of that, we wouldn't need to have war anymore. And I remember when I first told people about this story, they went, well, that's, that's a good idea. I mean, it's always been good ideas to love your brother, but uh, there's just no way. There's no way. But what Maitreya, when Benjamin Cram talked about Maitreya, he said, I don't want you to believe what I'm saying. And I sort of like, what? He said, I don't want you to believe it or to not believe it. And in studying Maitreya's teachings through all of the books uh, by Benjamin Cram, I realized that they were saying to take possibilities of radical good news, I guess you might say, as a hypothesis. To What if I functioned as if anything was possible. What if I functioned as if, really, if we really share instead of saying, oh well nobody will, I mean sharing the resources of the world, everybody will say it's communism blah blah blah. It's like, no it's it's basic human nature. It's that spark of divinity in all of us. And I have a real scientific bent and I was willing to take it on as a hypothesis very seriously.
2: Okay, so it's not a matter of belief. I believe the Christ is in the world or not. It's a matter of what if? And, well, let's uh,
0: just see. I mean, we won't know until he comes out on Declaration Day, which many of us expect to be very
2: soon. Okay.
0: And uh, he can't infringe our free will. People would say, why doesn't he just say, hey, I'm here. It's like, oh, yeah, the media would just love that, somebody coming forward and saying, there.
2: Okay. I want to know how you applied this, what if, in terms of kicking cancer. I applied it because if anything is
0: possible, and I have cancer, then I can find a way to heal it using all of the teachings that I'm hearing from Aitreya. The honest of, honesty of mind, sincerity of spirit, and detachment. And it's really all about awareness. It's like I suddenly became aware of the thoughts that I thought I was having, and I saw that the thoughts were having me, all the ah. media, the media and the, the, the hype about cancer. Oh, no, you've got cancer. Oh, no. Because everybody knows that probably you're going to die or at least it's going to be horrible. And by just being aware and present to those thoughts, I could detach from them. And all manner of possibilities and actions, even
2: miracles, opened up that I never would have seen before. Okay, Francis, we're going to talk about some of those miracles when we come back on the other side of the break. Now, Francis, I want to go back because in terms of uh, kicking cancer, mind, body, and spirit, uh, a lot of things you told me that, you know, came to mind. And I can, I can, just, I can just imagine, you know, when the lawyer is telling you anything but chemo uh, and radiation are, are illegal, Um, That was scary enough, plus the diagnosis itself and the the way the media and our culture portrays it. But, you know, you added something else when you were talking about this. You said that um, this also brought up a lot of childhood fears for you, too, that, you know, oh, if I go out of the box and and do something else, it'll be illegal. I have to be a good girl. I have to do everything the right way or I'll get into trouble and I don't want to get into trouble, things like that. Now, you were able to stand back Detach from that, and that is, um, you know, a very important teachings of teaching of Maitreya. So let's go back to the uh, statement you were making that it all begins with honesty of mind, says Maitreya, and lead us through how you how that applied in your case. Well, um, when I told people that I had cancer,
0: I, you know, I was seeing that my own thoughts. And fears, and and what the surgeon said, and what the lawyer said, and what mom and dad said. I mean, I think my parents' first child died when he was three, and and my sister and I both grew up with my parents um, without realizing, really instilling a lot of fear. Look out! Be careful! Oh, oh don't go over there! You know, it, they didn't they didn't kind of allow us to make our own mistakes. So, boy, it was like mom and dad were on loudspeaker. But again, I, I brought the awareness that Maitreya kept talking about. I just brought the awareness to those thoughts and I saw those thoughts are having me. Right. And the thoughts of, of cancer in the world are having people. And, and honesty of mind is really about that your thoughts. I mean, Gautama Buddha said your thoughts create who you are. So honesty of mind that Maitreya talks about is that you think and you say, and you do, you take actions that all are the same. Well, how do you do that if you're having all these fearful thoughts? So, it had to be a choice. And I saw that I had a choice to, instead of thoughts having me, have me create, generate my own thoughts. So, I made a choice. I said, I am going to heal this cancer, I'm not going to listen to the attorney. I'm not going to listen to my surgeon. I am going to think this. I am going to declare that I will heal this cancer using alternative methods and spiritual practices, and I can say that. I can declare that, and I can... When people say, oh, you have cancer, I say, "Don't, don't feel bad. In fact, I wrote a poem, which I won't recite the whole poem, but it starts with... It's called The Oyster, and it starts with a pearl. This is, I wasn't going to talk about the second cancer, but I kicked the second cancer too, which was breast cancer, and that poem was, a pearl is growing near my heart. Anyway, it's like a pearl of a gift. Our circumstances don't have to determine, and in the world, the, the environment and everything, they don't have to determine what happened. And I said it's not going to determine. And I'm going to correct people when they feel sorry for me for having cancer. And I'm going to take actions in line of that. And I don't really quite know what actions to take. But I saw a bumper sticker that said, Don't always believe what you think. God, <laughs> I'd, lo- <laughs> I'd love to have. So, what do I have to accept? And, um, and, and that's, that's, really where I started and I, I took it on as what Benjamin Kram and his books suggest which is take your life, take the world problems, take your cancer, whatever, take it on as a hypothesis where you initiate the thoughts and then what you say is in line with it and the actions you take are in line with that. That's Me. honesty of mind
2: fantastic that's a great explanation Francis and you were telling me as well that people did not react the way they would normally react in this circumstance you know with the Hollywood oh my god this is, uh reaction what what did happen to you when when you declared your possibility in this way well this I don't know
0: if you want me to get into the second part of Maitreya's teachings on, on self-awareness sincerity did you want me to to talk about that because well, I just wanted to know about some
2: of the magic things that that people that opened up for you. That oh well, okay.
0: So I had to I had to choose what kind of alternative therapies to do, and uh, my computer through. Um, right, you the, had all that the, research lined f- up. <laughs> first miracle of having all the research lined up, um, but which one? Which one do I choose? And events happened way beyond what I would consider the laws of chance, where somehow I worked, I I found a a naturopath who knew about one treatment that I completely got involved with, involving nutrition and all kinds of other things, and um, other therapies that, that came out of nowhere. It's like... I don't want to go into the details because I don't want to put any of my practitioners in uh, jail. (laughs) So, things would happen, accidents would happen, or I would overhear something, or someone said, oh, did you know about such and such people? Someone who didn't even know I had cancer. And these led me to these therapies that I could um, use very, very effectively.
2: But you were mentioning as well that, you know, Maitreya is saying that we are all gods in the making. That you took that on, too. Yeah, well, you kind of
0: have to if you're going to take on the hypothesis. (laughs) You know, it's like that we're all God. I'm I'm a creative artist, you know, I paint, I write, I make documentaries. So I know creativity, it's like, well, why not? What if? What if I write a book and a documentary and what if I take that this on? What if this is a gift? What if I take this on to be of service?
2: Which is another big teaching of Maitreya's. Yeah, that, that,
0: that the whole purpose of coming into life is service or seva, that we're here for other people. So I wasn't in it to heal my cancer and that's Sounds kind of crazy, but it's like our health is a byproduct of our meditation and the thoughts we're thinking and our vigilance. And I don't mean I wasn't scared that I didn't get really depressed, that I didn't worry about getting caught. You know, those things came up, but I had now this practice through also transmission meditation, which Benjamin Cram has taught us also, in addition to my own private meditation, of keeping my attention right up at the Ajna center and thinking OM, that I could always bring it back to the Ajna center and see that these
2: were just thoughts that were having me again. Right, and for those of our listeners who are not familiar with the Ajna, that's spelled A-J-N-A, this is the Mm -hmm. directing center in mankind, you have the heart center, you have the security center, your sexual center, all these sensors uh, in the chakras uh, in the etheric body, but the Ajna is the seat of will. It's the seat of purpose and direction. So you just could stay on purpose.
0: Yeah, and it was was a big job.
2: (laughs) Yeah, by the way, folks, there is a book about transmission meditation by Benjamin Krem, and it is actually available free for download on the website shareinternational.org. That's share, S H A R E hyphen, international.org. Go to the uh, books in the resource sections, and there are actually four books there available. I heartily recommend uh, transmission meditation. And uh, you can find out more about that on the website, transmissionmeditation.org. There's a good possibility that a transmission group exists in your town. You can get to try it out if you like. So check it out, Transmission Meditation. It's a very, very valuable form of meditation. Um, uh, And, uh, you know,
0: I I might add that it doesn't um, take place of any of your other meditation. I have my own personal meditation. but. Maitreya always says everyone should follow whatever religion or belief they have. In other words, you know, he's expected by all the great religions under all different names. And interestingly enough, he says, don't follow me. I have teachings, but they're the same teachings that underlie all the religions you're already in, but with just a lot more detail. So, you know... Follow your own path. And I was very impressed with that.
2: As well, yes, I can understand that. And that leads us into the sincerity aspect, too. Uh, Well,
0: sincerity, yeah, sincerity of spirit. The the three um, legs of Maitreya's teaching about um, self realization, self realization or honesty of mind, sincerity of spirit, and detachment. And they're really all related. But it's great that he kind of made the distinction of the three because when you're honest in your mind and you communicate authentically uh, with sincerity of spirit, you, you find detachment. Uh, you don't have to believe the thoughts that are having you. So sincerity of spirit, it's just like when you're sitting with a really good friend and and you're just telling it like it is, you know,
2: you're... Your, yeah, um, it's not something sentimental. It's true authenticity. Frances, right. a lot of people are going to want to know if you've actually met Maitreya, and we're going to talk about that on the other side of this break.
0: Great. I'm really looking forward to it. I love to share about that.
2: Okay, great. We're back now with you, and we want to hear of your experiences of Maitreya. Well, um, I don't often, these are quite private. I don't often.
0: Um, Talk about them and for good reason because I don't believe Maitreya is in the world because seeing is believing and I've seen him. But I, um, so I just want to make that clear. But I've had, uh, more than my fair share of traumas in my life. I've been plagued with severe depression all my life. I've, um, Raised a seriously mentally disabled son. Um, I've had tr- horrible migraines, tremendous pain from that, um, and and some financial disasters. Not to mention the two uh, bouts with cancer, both of which, by the way, eight years completely free of cancer. But your question. Back to your question. Um, I just needed to preface that because I don't. I think that the encounters that I've had with Maitreya are more an experience that I want to share with listeners is that they may be having these two. In other words, Maitreya and the Masters are appearing in many different guises to people and giving them healing experiences, um, which they will probably remember on Declaration Day when the whole world hears Maitreya at the same time. But don't let me jump ahead. You'll hear more
2: about that okay. later. Our point so, now is to make the point that Maitreya and the Masters really do care about us, even in our personal lives.
0: Yeah, and, and um, so there's um, four stories, and uh, Diana will do her best to have me not write a book about each of them in on this very short show. But the first um, time that I ever had some kind of an uh, encounter and a healing from Maitreya, I had... I, uh, you know, as a video producer back 30 years ago, I had carried a big, heavy video camera on my shoulder, and it completely seized up, and I couldn't work. It was painful. I did acupuncture, chiropractic, blah, blah, blah. Nothing fixed it. Meanwhile, um, just so that you know, Maitreya's uh, emergence was covered on CNN. I actually have the footage. and there was a photograph that's widely shown, and, and maybe John on our Facebook page could post that, uh, because I had seen what Maitreya looked like. So I had in my mind what he would look like. Well, one night, I had a very, very vivid vision. I was having a dream, then inside of that, a vision of Maitreya, who looked exactly like the photograph of when he first appeared on the planet invisible Invisibility, in visibility.
2: Yeah. Francis, <laughs> let he... me just stop you for half a second and fill yeah. people in. We'll put this up on the uh, website, uh, sorry, the Facebook page tomorrow. You can see this image. Maitreya appeared to a very large group in um, um, Nairobi, Nai- Kenya. Nairobi, Kenya. That's right, just in a suburb of Nairobi, Kenya. Uh, you can see it. You can read about the story there and, and what happened. We'll get that all up. And um,
0: Well, so what happened to me, though, was that. In this this vision, he put his hand on my shoulder and I felt it melting, relaxing, and he said, it's okay now. And I woke up and um, I had full shoulder movement and could work again. So another example um, was that I had very severe bouts of depression. And um, one of them came right after my father died. I was very, very close to my father. And I was trying to get back to work, and I was waiting for a business meeting in a hotel along a sort of a lobby corridor of a hotel, and I'm sitting there, and this unusual-looking businessman, dressed in gray, as nondescript as they can come, came striding like, you know, Monty Python's Office of Silly Walks, down the hallway, and and he veered over towards me, and he stuck his hand straight out into the air, over my lap, and for some reason I put my hand straight out under it, and between our hands appeared a silver stone that said hope on it. It fell into my hand. He disappeared around the corner, and, and as soon as he had disappeared, I knew it had to be my tray because I had. Um, uh Benjamin Cram had been telling us that Maitreya was starting to appear to people in physical, in under different guises, as a homeless person, and generally with something strange, and generally with a real effect in your life, a healing, or a real insight. And as I looked at this little hope talisman, I guess I could call it, that was in my hand, feeling very hot, the, the depression just completely left. I stood up, and I went into the business meeting, made a presentation and all was well
2: and you still have that talisman which I we do will show you
0: can post there. that too um, yeah. yeah I've got I've got more uh, I just very quickly I suffered from severe migraines uh, all of my life from um, a young woman until I went into menopause and um, <clears throat> Well, right before menopause, because I was doing a documentary about the crosses of light that Maitreya had been creating in windows, and people had been healed all over East Los Angeles, and I was doing a documentary about it. And right in the middle of that, and documenting other people, and my healing I couldn't put into the documentary because it would make me not be objective, and I'm trained as a objective documentary, you know, Journalists. So, uh, you guys get in on this. I was having interviewing all of these people who had been healed of cancer and blindness and drug and alcohol abuse. We were sitting by a cross of light and all day long I had been having a horrible, terrible migraine. And, um, as I got to the last, the end of the last interview, suddenly I looked up at the cross and I had no pain. Hmm. And I tears were pouring, at the same time that I noticed it, tears were pouring out of my eyes, not sadness, but just tears of joy. So, um, there you have it. I mean, I could go on and on, but yeah. I think that gives well, you the picture.
2: Actually, I just want to mention to our readers that if they go to Share International Magazine, um, there are, every month, there's a column of letters to the editor that uh, describe various experiences that people write in with. And uh, they're very fascinating. Uh, as I say, go and check it out. You can read some of these stories. They're, they're always very touching, and they, uh, they are confirmed by Benjamin Krem and his uh, master, who is one of the masters that works with Lord Maitreya, as uh, legitimate encounters with these masters. Now, why do they do this? Well, this is part of the approach to the general public, Uh, of these great teachers, and uh, Maitreya came in 1977. He came into his point of focus and started uh, living among the people. Uh, In some of the messages that have been recorded by him, uh, there's one line that I love which says, my feet have trod the pavements of your city. Uh, There are other stories of people having an encounter with him, or another one of the masters, even while taking the bus or the subway. And uh, they do this uh, very often to encourage people, to bring them healing, to bring them uh, more sense of inspiration. And um, the encounters can be very random. Some people would want an encounter desperately, and other people couldn't care less, and guess who has the encounter, right? Um, so. The the whole point is they know what they're doing and they are helping develop a climate of hope and expectancy in the world and also showing us that they do care in these ways. Um, as um, Francis said, they, they can be, for example, homeless people. Uh, they sometimes appear to people who have uh, prejudices, say, against smoking or drinking or something like that, and they would appear as a drunkard puffing on a cigarette, that kind of thing. Um, there's usually some very pertinent reason for for this to happen, but also uh, they are appearing. Uh, they, they are they are among the people in things like uh, a lot of the peace rallies that are going on. They come to encourage the people to stand up for change.
0: Diana, this shows about anything is possible. So, what about UFOs? At the beginning, you were saying that. We have help of an extraordinary kind and we've talked about the masters on our own planet but we're also being helped by masters from other planets. Benjamin Cram wrote a fabulous book all about that called The Gathering of the Forces of Light. Teachers that live on other planets are very concerned about what we are doing with our planet and um, are working with our own it's called hierarchy of masters, not hierarchy, because they're better than us. They're just the same as us, just more evolved. But it's called the hierarchy of masters. And there's a, oh boy, I could go on and on. But anyway, I'm saying they interact with us, even people from other planets. And Maitreya was at uh, Tahrir Square. Um, it, there's even an image of him riding his horse. The, the That's
2: ancient the big square in the uh, in the Arab Spring.
0: Yeah, and and, and uh, reports are that he's been meeting with the protesters and, and just he, Maitreya and other masters just pouring all kinds of energy into all of the protests because they say the voice of the people, the voice of the people will topple governments and reinstate social democracy, reinstate a fair and just world, which fulfills the the ideals of all the religions that have been killing each other for their ideals, you know? And when skeptics say, oh, well, that's, you know, that's, you know, not likely to happen, it's like we're going through a healing crisis. Believe me, when I did all this fabulous nutrition and herbs, I went through a healing crisis to heal cancer. And that's what our planet is doing right now. We are going through a healing crisis.
2: That's right. And so many people are realizing this and putting their shoulder to the wheel. Before we go into our topic of healing the world, not a small order, I'd like to finish up just a couple of ideas on the uh, personal healing. Um, Many of you will be new listeners and find that we've come into a lot of topics today that that seem um, very hopeful, of course, but that need uh, need more understanding. So I'd like to point you to a couple of resources. Uh, In terms of what we were talking about, these miracles and um, encounters, uh, the one I want to share with you now is one of the most uh, delicate of Maitreya's interventions. And that is that he has actually left um, a a, a print of his hand. Uh, It first appeared in a bathroom mirror in Barcelona several years ago, and there have been other examples since. But this imprint of Maitreya's hands is, is about the closest we can get to him physically at this time, um, until, of course, the, uh, the story plays itself out, and Francis is going to talk about that. Um, but the hand can be used to invoke the energy and the healing of Maitreya. Uh, it's available on our uh, Share International, uh, share-international.org website, plus instructions on how to use it. Many, many people have um, received great comfort and healing and uh, help, again, in this um, very, very delicate way of, of Maitreya showing us that he is definitely uh, at our side. So be sure to check that out. And one last time, the website share-international.org. So that, uh, concluding the more personal aspect, let's get back to the world, um, Francis. And um, you were talking about Maitreya's teachings on the voice of the people. And what he's saying about that?
0: Yeah. Um, well, first of all, he's saying that the young people are the most important voice for the future of the world and we see that all in all of the protest movements um it's it's very exciting to me and i'm i i'm sad that the progressive um politicians often and and progressive media often emphasize so much of the negative and it's the thing is, why is there all this negative stuff coming to light? It's because... You're talking about a healing crisis. Yeah, that's what we were starting to talk about it. Yeah. at the end of the last segment. Yeah, that um, all of this corruption and greed and and uh, bigotry is coming to light, not because the world's going to hell in a handbag basket, but because because people are seeing and know in their hearts. Maitreya has said that we're at, this broken world is in a huge turning point, a crossroads, and humanity has total free will. We have a choice to have the world go however it is we want it to go. And he says, and I quote, my heart tells me your answer and is glad. That's the kind of thing that and the, the using the hand of Maitreya uh, and and um, the teachings that really gave me the foundation for making it through two completely unrelated and separate cancers in my life. And I really want to say that my doing this, I took this on as a service. I said, I'm going to do The book, the documentary, I'm going to kick this cancer to show that with mind, body, and spirit, and using spiritual practices, we can create the world that Maitreya talks about that sounds way too idealistic, but that we can do it, and we can do it in the entire world. There's no reason if I can't take on two unrelated cancers and kick them that we can't take on the cancers of the world. And the young people and the people that are out there protesting are protesting because they know that it can be done. And they're actually responding to these tremendous energies that Maitreya and the Masters are pouring into the world right now. This, The planet has never received more love and healing energy, and blessings from cosmic sources, as right now, because Maitreya, and people like him on other planets, no, this is a turning point, not just for our planet, not just for my cancer, not just for the planet, but for all of the galaxy, because we have the means of destroying ourselves, and if we do, it's going to disrupt, it's like, an untreated cancer in a body, the whole body dies. So it affects all the other planets too. Now, these are probably hard to take in, but I really invite you, you know, use the same kind of mind I used to investigate and research this whole story. Be healthy skeptics and read the books and study it and look into it and see all of the proofs that have been held back about um the the friendly men and women on other planets. It's it's really quite extraordinary. And again yes, talking don't, of goodness. again, I just want to say one thing. Don't believe me.
2: Please
0: don't believe me. Horrible things have happened happened because people believed so strongly in something that they infringed each other's free will. I just say, Hey, like Benjamin Krem says, I tell this not as a spirit of in the spirit of dogma, but as my information alone, I'm passing it on.
2: Yeah, thank you, Francis. That reminds me, um, our show is like that too. This is not uh, a proselytizing show in any way, whatever. We are here to present thought-provoking views behind the news, and this is definitely one of them. If you are curious, we've made many, many resources that you can go and check out. And if it has the ring of truth for you, just share it, share that this might be a possibility with your friends, your loved ones, people you meet at a cocktail party, just sharing allows that climate of hope and expectancy to grow. And that is where Maitreya and the Masters can step into our lives quite openly.
0: And not only that, but as Benjamin Cram, who is a Scot, says, the proof will be in the pudding. And what is the pudding, Diana? Maybe you can tell people about what Declaration Day is.
2: Well, I'd like to leave that to you, Francis, because it's such <laughs> an uplifting story. Go ahead.
0: Well, being a techie person myself, um, which I've resisted tremendously, but I had to learn because I had to document my as emergence, and so I had to learn it. But anyway, all of the, there's satellites up all over the world. And um, one of the purposes, asserts Benjamin Cram, is that they are all actually in place, not just to get thousands more television shows to us or thousands of more ads to make us buy stuff. They are really there because when all of us are realizing that Maitreya is in the world, and he's been appearing on television all over the world, in many countries. We've gone into that on other shows. Yeah, Cognito though. What? Cognito for no, now. Yeah, yeah. just as an ordinary man saying unbelievably wise things, the likes of which you've heard on this show, week after week, um, that, um, that he will be invited forth by the media of the world. Now, the media of the world, know he's here. The BBC did a show on him and canned it. You know, Church of England wasn't too fond of of um, someone saying Christ, even if that person was also a new Buddha. They just were not very fond of it. So, on Declaration Day, just watch the news and watch the growing appearance of healing things for the planet and the environment and the and in the in the um, uh, demonstrations. But at some point, the media who, those of us who've been alerting the media about this story for 30 years, the media knows all about it. But there's forces in the media, the owners of the media, who are quite reactionary, and they're actually afraid that it's something horrible. But at some point, enough of the media are gonna realize there's something happening that we've got to cover, and look, it's all tied together. The media will invite Maitreya, it is, it is uh, foretold, Benjamin Cram has said, believe it or don't believe it, it really won't matter because the proof's in the pudding, that, that all of the satellites of the world will be linked together, and on the day of declaration, Maitreya will appear to everyone on the planet, and there will be hundreds and thousands thousands of miracle cures um, just like the first time he appeared in Nairobi Kenya that was reported um, in newspapers and on CNN where hundreds of people were were healed when he first appeared but this time,
2: yeah. this time he time will appear RTV. it's like
0: it will be every by, every eye will hear him every every no eyes don't hear every eye will see him every ear will hear him because of the satellites. It's not just uh, some mysterious mythical saying from the Bible.
2: This will be but on TV.
0: It will be on TV, and it'll be. The thing is, his voice, his image will be on TV, but people all over the world, TV or not, will hear his message in their own language, in their own heads, while hundreds of thousands of miracle cures happen. And that will prove who he is. Thank you so much for joining us.
2: Thank you. There you have it, folks. Some very provocative views behind the news. Check it out.
1: Now, was that not inspiring? I don't know about you, but I'm ready to go out and change the world now this has helped giving us the tools not only to transform our own lives, our own thoughts, our feelings, our actions, our attitude towards our own energy and what we can achieve and what is possible, but what is possible for the world. We know now that we have the capability to create a beautiful golden age, a new civilization based on all these wonderful principles and bringing love and trust and healing to the world to create, in effect, a heaven on earth, which I don't know about you, but I think that that's our responsibility and has been all along. It's now time that we fulfilled our full potential and shared it with the world. I look forward to seeing all of you do that and working with you. Thank you. Visit us on Facebook at hashtag PlanetaryMakeover. This show has been a production of PlanetaryMakeover.org. At our website, we have a link to our bi-weekly live show at 5 p.m. Mondays, Western Time, and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. At our website, we also have a link to our archives and a selection of our shows. For more background info, visit www.shareinternational-west.org. That's shareinternational-west.org. For related books and DVDs and CDs by Benjamin Krem, On the Emergence of Maitreya, the World Teacher, please go to share-ecart.com.